0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to the DC Beer Show. I am Jake, editor of DCBeer.com, reminding you to please follow us at at DCBeer across all social media channels, including the new and improved Discord. With me, I have Brandy.
1: Hi everyone, Brandy the bee's knees holder here, back with uh, the coolness. Not really. (laughs) Mike!
2: Hello everyone, I am Mike Stein, bumbling with the buzzy bees today. We're fresh out the hive and ready to hit you with that honey drip. So here
0: comes Berg with the nectar. That was really cool how you did like the bee's knees, which is a cocktail that involves honey, and then the like stein Mike, came through. Can I
1: just be as cool as you for one hour of a day? <laughs> That's all I want. We're
0: getting there. We're getting there. It takes time. <laughs> that was really well played. Anyway, by the time this goes live, we'll go out, shout out to Virginia. You're about to get Arlington and uh, Alexandria. DC Brow delivery direct to your door. Mm. Which means beer, which means seltzer. Throw some merch in there too. People ask us, hey, how can we support local breweries? And the answer is, buy their beer and drink it. Buy their merch, gift their merch, buy gift cards. Spend your monies. Please and thank you. Absolutely.
2: Buy beer, buy merch. If you're doing uh, Sober October, buy beer for your neighbor. Buy merch, jerky chips, and cookies for yourself. Also available at your local brewery. Speaking of Alexandria, though, it's Port City Brewing Company's Rauch Merzen. It's the most mertzenless time of the year. <laughs>
1: um, Mike, I love you so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Smokedoberfest, if you will.
1: Yes. Uh, Ralph
2: Mertzen is the smoked amber lager that Port City Brewing Company put out last year, and we could not be more excited for it to come back. Other thing that I'm really excited about is seeing the proliferation of the Czech style of beer, Tamavi. And now Tamavi, or Czerny, as it's sometimes called, Tamavi and Czerny just means dark in the Czech language. So dark Czech lager. And right now you can pick up some dark Czech lager at True Respite. They've got theirs coming out. You can also check out Charlestown Fermenteries option at at Craft Beer Cellar. Church Key Beer Shop also has the OEC uh, Tamavi dark lager out of uh, Connecticut. Shout out to them doing open fermented lager. Atlas Tamavi is also forthcoming, so keep an eye on the socials. We'll tell you about Atlas's dark lager coming out. And we're just super pumped for all the lager love that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, we live in a golden age of Central European lager. And I think that we've done, I think, a rather comprehensive job of talking about why all of this gesturing at the world sucks lately. But one good thing is that there's this pivot to package And that breweries are are canning as much as they can. So we're going to get Rauk Marzen. That's a smoked Oktoberfest beer in cans. The running joke around here is that there are like 15 people in all of the DMV who really enjoy smoked beer. And all of them are somewhat associated with DC beer. So I, for one, am thrilled. I'm trying to clean out and drink as many cans as I can before... The Port City rock margin hits the DC stores, since I'm probably not going to make it down uh, Route 1. And shout out to Duke Street. Is that 237? My Virginia geography is correct. Uh, Port City Brewery is right right off of there. That's right. So outside of loggers, Jake,
2: what are you looking forward to, or what have you been trying this September and October
0: that you've been into? So the good news is that we're canning all this Central European-style lagery goodness. The bad news is that it wasn't a great year around here in terms of hops. Most of you know, hops that go go into your beer come from the Pacific Northwest, by and large, and occasionally they come from Germany, the Czech Republic, or the UK. There's a growing local hop scene, and oftentimes that translates into... We get these fresh, wet hopped beers, right? You pick a hop off the vine and you get it into the brewery as quickly as possible, throw it in the boil, use it for dry hopping, and the result is you get these fresh wet hop beers. We're not going to get a ton of those locally this year. There's just not enough hop volume around here. Mike, the Smithsonian Gardens grew hops. And they did again this year. You participated in the hop harvest last year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So
2: last year the Smithsonian uh, had, I think our total harvest was something like 20 to maybe 40 pounds of hops. And we had, I don't know, 10 to 20 people picking them. So it was super short work, but we just went and plunked down at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History's Victory Garden. Uh, where they had the varieties Nugget and Cascade. The horticulturists there did a great job of trimming them back, and it was a bunch of folks from the D.C. beer scene. The City Brew Tours was there, a number of D.C. homebrewers as well as Arlington and I think Silver Spring homebrewers as well. So those hops were harvested and did pretty well. But yeah, this year it's a whole nother story, specifically with the Pacific Northwest, We're really concerned with the hops that are coming out of the Pacific Northwest because of the fires that have been affecting them. Stan Hieronymus, who wrote uh, the book For the Love of Hops, recently quoted uh, Steve Carpenter, who's the chief supply chain at Yakima Chiefs. And he said, quote, it's 2020, so we have a different pestilence every week. Um, And while Mr. Carpenter was joking, the fires are very real and there's concern about the fires imparting some smoky flavor which, in my humble opinion, should come from malt. If you like smoke by Port City Brewing Company's Rauch Mertzen, uh, you don't wish for hops, an entire crop of hops, to have a smoky character from, you know, the fires, the wildfires that are burning. But getting back to the Smithsonian, there was a harvest this year much smaller. Obviously, due to COVID, we couldn't have a hop-picking party, as it were. But um, thinking back to the Smithsonian last year, it was great. We, we picked all the hops, harvested them, and then they sliced some... Uh, Victory Garden Watermelon at the end of it, and we celebrated the hop harvest with watermelon. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to be able to do that again uh, at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. But in the meantime, I should plug, you can get to the National Museum of American History's online Food History Weekend this year is online and they are selling a beer box to go along with a Cook of Beer Culture is going to be there, Chalonda White, I think Afro Beer Chick has the stage, and I believe uh, Ale Sharpton is emceeing the event. So check that out, uh, Smithsonian's National Museum of American History Food History Weekend.
0: Cool. Also, they'll have good beer there for a good cause for, I believe, $35. They will ship you That's the Smithsonian. If you're a DC, Virginia resident, if you're a Maryland resident, you can pick it up. Six beers that sort of the the zoom link and a six pack is something that we've seen used to great effect in 2020. And this one should be a really good time. I'm going to jump on back and talk about what is available in terms of these fresh hot beers. Obviously no fires here, knock on wood on the East coast. What we did have was a really hot June and then a really wet July. And um, wet July's mean downy mildew, which is bad for hops and such. And so Dave Whipple over Whipple Creek Farms isn't working with Blue Jacket on the darling buds this year. Um, so instead, you get Hill House Marazin again. Wet hops, fresh hops out, Central European stuff in. However, Caboose Community Hops is. Available, as is a Dynasty one-family collaboration. Community Hops from Caboose uses all Virginia hops. And Dynasty, I think it's something like 90% Virginia-grown, which includes fancy stuff like Comet. That being said, there are places that will ship. And we've seen more and more of that. We have a list of breweries that will ship to D.C. and Virginia over on DCBeer.com. And so some of these West Coast breweries may end up being able to ship some of those wet, hot beers. And again, more of that stuff is going to be in cans. So a little bit of good news, little bit of bad news. All right. I figured we'd pivot and check in with Brandy now. Brandy, what's going on over there?
1: I'm here to talk about some cool October things and Halloween stuff. If you're like me, or anything like me, you think Halloween is by far the best holiday? Hands down. If you don't agree, then fight me. But if you do, then you look forward to this time of year. Uh, Yeah, the weather is gorgeous, and the leaves are pretty, blah, 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 whatever. But Halloween, though. Like everything in the world right now, Halloween's going to be different. Things are weird. And though weird is good for Halloween, not this year. I'm used to going out and... costume events and and you know kids trick-or-treating but how will we halloween this year i don't know i reached out to some of the local breweries to see if they were you know still planning on doing things and though everyone's dialing it back to say the least there are a couple of places that are trying to be festive still which is great although i didn't hear back from everybody i wanted to give you a little rundown on the some of the things that i i got that i heard it's still kind of scary for me to venture out. The good thing about Halloween is masks are strongly, <laughs> strongly encouraged. So, you know, you can be masked and uh, be extra masked. So that's kind of cool. So Silver Branch, if you keep up with them, they do all kinds of events constantly. I don't know if you guys caught their Oktoberfest, but it was pretty dope. They're continuing to pump out events and new beer ab- and new beers including an upcoming two fun uh, weekends full October 8th through the 11th and October 15th through the 18th of fall beer releases such as Lost in the Fog, which is a California common, Killer Castle, which is a killer pills. They're also going to have some comfort food specials and pumpkins for sale and boozy lattes apparently. DC Brow is teaming up with Candy Maker Yoko Confections for a virtual adult Halloween beer and candy pairing on October the 22nd. Packages will include two new barrel-aged beers, Ghoul's Night Out and Wake Up Ghouls for Breakfast, along with Wings of Armageddon, which, I mean, Mike, how many years have uh, has DC Brow come out with Wings? Because I remember when it first came out, we all lost our shit. That was so good. It's so good, I love that beer. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think since 2012. I want to say eight yeah, years.
1: Really? Because,
2: um, yeah, I'm the Mayan old. the Mayan, Aztec calendar, or Hopi Mayan Aztec calendar said the world was going to end in 2012. Tw- yeah. On 12, yeah. 12, 12, 12, 12, 2012, right? That was supposed mm-hmm. to be the end of the world. Or maybe it was. And we're living in this post-world world now.
1: You just blew my mind. <laughs>
2: oh my god.
1: Kaylee over at DC Brow sent me all this information. She said, Zoom costumes are optional, but I assume highly encouraged. You can go get them tickets anytime you want, starting on Thursday. But by the time you hear this, they'll already be available. Um, let's scoot down to Denizens. You know, our folks over at Denizens. We love you guys. Um, the uh, Let's see. Brian over at Denizens said, the biggest thing for them... Is that both locations are done up big for the season? They have lots of pumpkin gourds, um, very fall-y atmosphere for you guys to take pictures and you know have a safe outdoor photo shoot. Um, and for both locations, the Riverdale Park and the Silver Spring, which is great. Um, they recommend people bringing their own. <laughs> he said BYOB, bring your own blanket. Um, which is kind of cute. Um, they're doing an axe-throwing event at Silver Spring on the 10th, um, and uh, they're still keeping uh, a great socially distanced um, schedule of activities going, which is great. And Big Red Norm is coming back, the Red Ale. And Chapless Horseman, which I remember that from last year being so phenomenal, that's coming back. It's a bourbon barrel-aged beer, which is really yum. um. Um And uh, I, oh, and Atlas finally got back to me. Um, I think you mentioned Atlas with their beer releasing soon, but you just blew my mind. Uh, Kaylee over at DC Brow sent me all this information. She said, Zoom costumes are optional, but I assume highly encouraged. Um, You can go get them tickets anytime you want, um, starting on Thursday, but by the time you hear this, they'll already be available. Let's scoot down to Denizens, you know, our folks over at Denizens, we love you guys. Brian over at Denizens said the biggest thing for them is that both locations are done up big for the season. They have lots of pumpkin gourds, very fally atmosphere for you guys to take pictures and, you know, have a safe outdoor photo shoot for both locations at Riverdale Park and the Silver Spring which is great. They recommend people bringing their own, he said BYOB, bring your own blanket, um, which is kind of cute. They're doing an axe throwing event at Silver Spring on the 10th. And they're still keeping a great socially distanced schedule of activities going, which is great. And Big Red Norm is coming back, the Red Ale. And Chapless Horseman, which I remember that from last year being so phenomenal, that's coming back. It's a bourbon barrel aged beer which is really um oh and atlas finally got back to me um i think you mentioned atlas with their beer releasing soon but they said that they're doing a double ipa giant flaming zombie polar bear oh 9.4 <laughs> percent beauty he says and then it says we're working on a dog costume contest at the ivy city tap room so that's pretty dope i feel like they do that every year and then i want to talk about Vazen, is it Vazen or is it Vazen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just picked up some of their beer this past weekend at a little beer store on the way to Tall Timbers, Maryland. So random! It's called the Beer Cave, and I picked up this really delicious beer, Fest Beer. And I, I was like, man, I really need to get to Richmond. And so I went on their social media, and they're actually doing a whole bunch of Halloween themed activities all month long um which is really cool so maybe i'll make an excuse to go down there uh we'll see but i still haven't heard from hellbender right proper you know red bear is doing some stuff for halloween you know they are just check all their social media i'll keep uh, the instagram updated with resharing things and any events but uh, so that's you know the cool events that i i checked out But speaking of events, birthdays are included, and I wanted to give birthday shout outs to two guys, two special birthdays. Dave Coleman over at Three Stars. Happy birthday, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) And Mr. Greg Ingert. Uh, Happy birthday. Happy Uh, birthday. This is recorded on Tuesday. So uh, by the time you guys hear this, you'll be like, "Uh, that was so like three days ago. But yeah, happy birthday, guys. We love you. Thanks for making beer. And uh, I'm going to switch it back over to Jake and Mike, because I sent out a little thing on Instagram asking, you know, what kind of questions do you guys have for us? What, What do you want us to talk about? And part of that was activities. and. Halloweeny things and Jake tweeted out on the twits the, you know, same question and he got some feedback including some funny questions and then, you know, some cool questions like best outdoor drinking spots and such. So I thought we'd all talk about that.
0: That sounds good. But before we pivot over to um, the audience Q&A, Mike, Brandy, give me a beer and candy pairing, please. Oh.
1: I don't really eat a lot of candy. I I like chocolate. So I'm definitely going to go like a stout or a smoked beer with like a nice dark chocolate or something with nuts in it or something.
2: Yeah, I don't like sweet candy. I love chocolate. So I'm yeah. going to go uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup or other chocolatey thing, Hershey's Bar or what have you, with Tamave. You can pour, you know, Atlas when it comes out, Charlestown Fermentary, uh, or OEC's Dark Lager with a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup or a Hershey bar. Let that chocolate melt, then scrub your palate with a bubbly, highly carbonated tamavi.
0: You all are no fun. And so that's why I'm going to say Skittles and Hefeweizen. You get the <gasps> banana clove notes. You know, it's kind of sort of kicking off those like banana runts, and so then you hit it with... Skittles, taste the I rainbow. I
2: see where you're going with this, and I won't yuck your yum. In the words of Editor Emeritus Bill Devon, I will not yuck your yum, but I am also not going to have that. That is fair. I think
0: I Did got you it. say
1: banana runs? Oh my god, banana. that sounds disgusting. Banana runs are the I haven't had those since I was probably like seven. Oh man, yeah. I don't like I don't like candy like that. Maybe maybe a random pink Starburst. I I I chew a lot of ginger candy because my stomach always hurts. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Which I, is tonight. Sorry, everybody, I'm not as cool.
2: <laughs> full disclosure: ginger candy greater than banana runs.
1: Oh, infinitely. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm not going to argue with that.
0: In my humble opinion, we're all we're all, we're all adults here. Gin- yes. <laughs> ginger candy is what I would choose nine times out of ten. But that banana, one time, banana runs in here.
2: <laughs> Banana runs in Hefeweizen, your miles may vary.
0: Yes. So some wise ass on Twitter wants to know, since we put out the call, hey, what do you want to talk about? Can't remember who it was. You know who you are. Asked when Zemas <laughs> asked when Zima is coming back and whether or not we should discuss that. And I have Zema. Zima no,
2: Zima is good- not coming back until all of the core's seltzer is gone really like that's the
0: punishment you all better drink your core seltzer if you want you your want zima. zima finish this coors seltzer i mean i was i i think of zima more as like the mick rib you know the mick you know like, like yeah. the rib kind of comes and goes and it's in limited markets and it's here and it's there
2: right uh, you me, shouldn't like, drink it all the time but take yeah. joy when it's back. around sure
0: i mean zima's yeah. got to be a money maker I feel yeah. like it's sort of like the forerunner of this hard seltzer movement, although even though it's yeah. more like alcoholic sprite than alcoholic seltzer.
2: Zima is kind of like I'm the one that started this seltzer sh- Isn't this um, mo- thanks again, which yeah. you know, it's, it's like it's that, like the
0: apple, apple Newton, that first original <laughs> tablet.
2: <laughs> Shout out to the deep cuts here. If you're yes, that's if right. If you're
0: following along, we see you. That's right. If you're following along that means that you got that we just referenced Chronic 2001 <laughs> and the Apple Newton because we rolled deep boom. <laughs> so we're talking about what's what's
2: been called from the Twitter Twitterati. Um Aaron, Aaron Morris he was asking us about which places are the best places for outdoor drinking. And Brandy had mentioned having positive experiences at Red Bear as well as I think three stars in Hellbender few months ago, a month ago, a year ago, Fritz Han said the best place to drink was at the farm breweries. <laughs> Fritz probably wrote that like last week, but it feels like two years ago. So yeah, consider the farm breweries. Shout out to Wheatland Spring to um, Cedar Run, to all of the breweries out there in Virginia, as well as Maryland. And then the, of course the breweries in town who are doing a good job of, of social distancing, providing a safe outdoor drinking experience.
1: So yeah uh Mike and jake i I have not been out to many places. I want to. I just kind of check it out, but I have been to three stars once, and that was with Richard, and it was very spacious, very safe. I've been to Red Bear a couple times outdoors um on their back because they've expanded. So if you're familiar with Red Bear, instead of going in the front where there's a little patio, they've taken over basically the back, whole back side. So I've sat out there a couple times. I feel very safe. Everyone comes up with masks. You order through your phone or through a system. And I haven't been to Silver Ranch, even though I think Richard has, which is cool. I've had drinks at Cotton and Reed. <laughs> it's not a brewery, but it's right down the street from Red Bear. Uh, and they're they've been very, very safe. And so no, it's I think I think I will start venturing out more, especially now that these smoked beers are coming out. No, nothing's keeping me from them. Uh, so I'll probably you know hit up a couple places. I do want to go out to Northern Virginia, so I'm gonna see how things are out there. Hopefully more spacious. I know people, less people wear masks, but well, if I if I feel weird, I'll leave. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one other spot that may be worth looking at is the shelter, which we briefly talked about last week, but the new NRG spot. We've had positive reports from the D.C. beer community as to hanging out sort of in an indoor-outdoor space with a bunch of session beers, um, which may help sort of crack down on any shenanigans. I do want to echo what Fritz Hahn over the Washington Post wrote. If you're in the mood for a day trip, um, you could do a lot worse than like heading up 270 or out 66 to the Virginia and Maryland spots. Wheatland Spring is gorgeous. Harper's Ferry Brewing, even more so at the Confluence. I haven't been there. Yeah. Confluence of the Shenandoah and the Potomac Rivers, like on a hill, a lot of space, dedicated food truck. And because it is that close um, to West Virginia, they have the local delicacy known as the pepperoni roll. Think of it as like a fancier high-class hot pocket. It's really good.
1: I think Richard and I are going to try to go to shelter on thursday so i and maybe richard will report back to you afterwards and tell you how it is i'm excited cool
0: and so on that note i think we're going to wrap up and i'm going to remind you that you can engage with dc beer and that's at dc beer with mike and i on twitter brandy on instagram and facebook and all of us on our new discord server we're gonna do a couple cool things with Discord including some virtual events and contests. If you're listening to this, go to dcbeer.com and check the show notes where we'll give you a link out to Discord. On that note, Brandy, what have you been drinking lately? Anything stand out?
1: Yeah. So I know last week I didn't come with the coolness um, because I continue to drink the same beers over and over and over. But as I previously mentioned, I went out to... Tall Timbers, Maryland, a very random place to be and stopped by this place called the Beer Cave and stocked up. And I got really excited because there's a brewery that I had gone to in 2015 or 16 called Levante or Levante or whatever. I don't even know how, remember how to pronounce it. But when I saw the cans, I flipped out because I never see these cans. I don't think they're available in DC. So I snagged a couple of those, and then it was uh, just a really nice beer. And what else did I snag while I was out there? Um, the Vazen. I grabbed a Hysteria Hoodie hoodie Season, the Meritson That was really good. It was very different. I liked that one a lot. I kind of spoiled myself this weekend with uh, beers. Atlas came out with their Ninja Sauce again, so I thoroughly enjoyed that over the weekend. And uh, you know, if you if you follow us follow us on Instagram, and see random pictures of painted fingernails in a beer can, it's probably mine. So <laughs> if you want to see what I've been drinking, you can check it out on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I got out of my goth phase, so my my fingernails haven't been painted since <laughs> maybe junior senior year of high school.
1: What's been good to you, Mike?
2: Oh, what has been good is authentic Czech pale lager. So I've been drinking this unit Pivo 12 Plato, um, which is literally beer brewed in the Czech Republic, just outside of Prague, and then shipped in a shipping container in a big tank to Connecticut, where it's canned in Connecticut by OEC, ordinum Eccentric in Oxford, Connecticut. And there's just nothing like the real thing, baby. And this is the real thing, you know, open fermented pale lager, double decocted, brewed in the Czech Republic, shipped as fresh as possible into the States and then canned and shipped down. The the canning date uh, that was on the four pack was September 15th. And I have to say that having a beer with this much fresh Czech ingredients is nothing like I've had since the last time I was in the Czech Republic.
1: Oh, I need to get some of that.
2: It mm. is so delightful. Mm-hmm, yeah, so mm-hmm. I picked mine up at Arrowine. Uh, shout out to to Q, Steve Quatrell over at the Arrowine, and um, to Jace, who is leaving Arrowine, and Jace Gonerman is going to take over. So shout out to Jace, who will fill uh, Steve's will, will fill in that role and provide DC with excellent beer. I also bought some Ethiopian Tej while I was at Arrowine, and some Sprecher root beer, which I haven't had in like two years. So shout out to root beer. Shout out to everybody not drinking beer, but root beer.
0: (laughs) Now, I know Sprecher makes a hard root beer as well. Did you get Mm. the alcoholic or the non-alcoholic version?
2: I got the non-alcoholic root beer. So it is your father's root beer as opposed to not your father's root beer. It is literally my father. It is me, the father, as well as wifey and boy chick's root beer. We all drink it at the same time and it rots all of our teeth equally, (laughs) but it has no alcohol in it. And Jake, what are you drinking?
0: Yeah, to jump back into alcohol and apropos of the fresh hop discussion, I haven't been really been wowed by a rogue beer in a long time. They're like a large national craft brand. They're out there in grocery stores, and occasionally you see that on tap places. And like you know, in 2005, it was really cool to see Rogue around. Now they're just kind of there. They've got a fresh hop hazy double IPA with strata hops grown on their very own rogue farm. I am of the opinion that Strata hops are the very best of the hazy IPA hops. This beer bangs. Strawberry, mango, orange, passion fruit. It's just a stupidly good fresh top beer. It was canned like the last week of September. Right now we're recording this on October 6th, so it's like two weeks old. It was just chef kiss. So I would say if you see that around, Cop that. And on that note, I think we're going to sign off again at DC Beer, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and drumroll, Discord. This is Jake signing off for the podcast, reminding you to please stay away from the White House because it's credited up like the monkey from outbreak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Stay uh, safe
0: out there, y'all. Stay, stay
1: safe, wear your mask, go vote, early vote. Let's, let's get this shit together and drink drink some beer love you guys
2: peace oh.